Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze Ten more minutes to dream Connect the shower Lather up with the news Sports talk Comedians or movie reviews Connect with that three hour Philosophy show Change the drive into work In traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We came here to talk about football. I will point out, and I say this every year, Monday of Super Week is a lot like what it's like to be married to my wife. Because my wife, if the, if the party is at 7... We are there before 7. Because the way she was raised, it's just rude to show up after the time in which people say you should be somewhere. Hey, Super Week starts on Monday. Damn it, we're here on Monday. And much like when we show up at parties, you know, I got a buddy who just invited me. Hey, you want to come to our, our, our big game party? Sure. What time are we starting? I don't know. In L.A., the game kicks off at 3.30. You know, come over closer to 2. If we get to that person's house at 2 o'clock, wife's not going to be dressed, husband might not be home, all the food's still in the fridge, grill's not even heated up, right? You go over to somebody's, somebody's house, 
supposed to be there at 7 o'clock, and you show up at 6.45, like me and my wife do. And I come in, I'm like, hi, we're, oh, you're early. Oh, you're early. Honey, they're early. That's what we are at the Super Bowl. We're early. It's all right. We'll get all the best guests, all the best conversations. And here's one. Here's one. Why do you watch the NFL? Obviously, a big reason is the money that you gamble upon it legally, sometimes illegally, or with fantasy sports. But another part to why you do so is because every year, almost to the year, half the teams that make the playoffs don't get in the following year. There is a true sense, obviously the Patriots are the exception, that there's parity. The Bills got in last year. Hell, the Browns almost got in this year after winning one game in the last two years. And that goes hand-in-hand or actually in direct conflict. Direct conflict. The NFL's philosophy on player retention, especially star player retention, goes in direct conflict with the story of the day in professional sports and all of sports. And that's that Anthony Davis wants out. Anthony Davis wants out. Now, a famous comedian once said that comedy is all about timing. The same can be said for news stories. They drop for a reason. Are you guys aware of the Friday news dump? You know what the Friday news dump is? It's an old political trick that you do when you have bad news in Washington, D.C., coming out of, for example, the White House. What you do is you wait till a holiday weekend. And on Friday at about 4.15, you have a press release and announces somebody's resignation or somebody got fired or a massive reorg in some chain of command. That's the classic political Friday news dump. It's, it's released at that very moment because everybody's Saturday, Sunday paper is kind of set. And the Sunday paper is more about features than anything. And on holiday weekends, there's not anybody who's going to come in and ask a bunch of questions at a press conference. They're already gone. And people don't generally pick up their hometown paper if, they, if they're out of town on a Sunday or on a Saturday especially. Well, the same can be said for the Anthony Davis story. Adrian Wojnarowski Woj from ESPN dropped the story earlier today that Anthony Davis's representation told the New Orleans Pelicans that thanks, but no thanks. And think about this. Hey, you can offer him $240 million guaranteed, and he's not going to sign. That's a damn. I, I, I want you to write this. If you're sitting down, write this on a piece of paper. Or if you had your phone, just type in two. Four zero, zero zero zero, zero zero zero. Think about that for, and you're like, nah, no thanks. Uh, but it's not a surprise. We did know it was coming, and now, of course, it's all about the timing that Rich Paul released this story. I, I think this there's a there's a bunch of things at work here. Okay. Let me give you the stories. LeBron, through his people, his people told Chris Broussard, if it was the playoffs, he could play, but he's not 100%, so he's not coming back and playing. And then Jackie McMullen had a story out that said LeBron would prefer to have a coaching change. 
And then, in concert with those two stories, this one drops on a Monday, on Super Week Monday. This is a coup d'etat. It's a coup d'etat from LeBron and his people taking over the Lakers, taking over control of the Forum Blue and Gold. That's all this is. They want their coach, they want their players, and they want it now. Because if you wait, you run the risk of somebody else giving up a better offer. And we've given you time to see who you like and who you don't like and who you'd part with. And the only question is, would they part with Kyle Kuzma or maybe Lonzo Ball? Because Brandon Ingram, goodbye. Zubac, who's been really good of late, goodbye. Uh, Josh Hart, goodbye. Uh, Even... Contavious Caldwell Pope's contract, also represented by Rich Paul, you go by, and we'll make the dollars work. We'll take on a bad contract, we'll take on Anthony Davis, and we will give you what we have, a couple of guys potentially capable of starting, and maybe, maybe we'll bend over backwards and we'll give you a Kyle Kuzma Alonzo ball, but they don't really want, they don't want to get, they're not going to give up both, and they don't really want to give up either. But this is a coup d'etat. And it's going to be interesting to see what the Lakers do and how the Lakers do it. Because remember, Pat Riley, who he went to four straight NBA Finals with, would not relent and change coaches. And would not give up any player personnel decisions, decision making. And they ultimately only had him for four years, but LeBron has nowhere else he can go. Then you factor in the Cleveland Cavaliers who did everything LeBron wanted. Everything. Right? He wanted Ty Lewis as coach. He wanted whatever player he wanted. He wanted shooters around him. They went and did it. And ultimately, it led them to one championship and a couple other NBA finals. And they probably did the best that they could probably do. If I'm the Lakers, I do not give in and give up Lonzo Ball. And you might think that's crazy because Kyle Kuzma is more productive. They're about, Lonzo Ball is not only younger, but he is a different player than anything we see in the NBA. Not just a pass-first point guard, but a guy who's electric defensively. And he's yet to really have a true NBA offseason to refine and hone his game. Personally, I'd like to hold on to both of, both of them. Move anything else you want. Zubac is 21, Ingram is 21, Josh Hart's a little bit older, and he's just a rotation guy. We'll take on a bad contract, we'll give you KCP's contract, and we'll be on our way. But that story dropped today because of timing. And it's not the timing of Super Week. It's the timing of the trade deadline approaching. And the fact that the Celtics can't make a blockbuster trade and acquire Anthony Davis to go along with Kyrie Irving until after this season, after July 1st, if and when he signs the new contract that he promised to sign in the upcoming offseason. And if and only if that happens, then the Boston Celtics can make a trade. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the Boston Celtics aren't trading away J- uh, um, what's his name, Jason, uh, Jason Tatum. Like this whole idea with the, they're going to, they're, they're going to trade away scary Terry Rozier. Like, so Terry Rozier is their fourth guard fourth for a reason. 
He's a nice backup. He's not a game-changing point guard. And, oh, yeah, by the way, are you going to do – everybody says don't do business with the Lakers. They're in your division. So you'll do business with the Celtics. Danny Ainge gets more GMs fired than Carmelo Anthony. Every guy who's tried to do a deal with Danny Ainge has gotten fired because he's gotten over on them on a huge trade. The only one that hasn't is uh, Colby uh, – whatever his name is in, um, in Cleveland. Oh, Kobe Altman. So, like, you're going to make a deal with a guy who wins every trade, or you're going to make a deal with the Lakers who have really good players. And they're going to offer you probably the same as the Celtics, or maybe even better. If Danny Ainge calls the phone, thank him for, make, for making the phone call, thank him for inquiring, but there's no way in hell you're doing the deal that Danny Ainge wants to do. No chance. Don't believe me? How do you think he got Isaiah Thomas? For nothing. And then he moved Isaiah Thomas and got Kyrie Irving. And Isaiah Thomas couldn't play. And James Crowder couldn't fit in. Oh, we'll give you the number one pick, which didn't end up being nearly as good a pick as people thought it could be because it belonged to the Brooklyn Nets. Like, dude, look at how that roster has been put together. With the exception of two free agents, Al Horford. And, of course... um, What's his name? The, we were just talking about the most untrade Gordon Hayward, the most untradeable contract in sports. The rest has been put together by incredibly savvy moves. Oh, man, you want Markel Fultz? Okay, sure. I guess we'll trade out that number one pick for, so we can take number three. Oh, Jason Tatum's coming in? That's a bummer. Oh, wait, we wanted Jason Tatum all along. From Jason Tatum to Jalen Brown... And all those picks that were acquired because they fleeced uh, Billy Knight and the uh, then New Jersey. Now, oh, it's the Brooklyn Nets. I think they're Brooklyn Nets then. All the way to when they fleeced the Suns to get Isaiah Thomas and then fleeced the Cavs to get Kyrie Irving. You really want to make a deal with that guy? Yeah, no. So I read today's headline and say this came out today for a reason because we're creeping up on the trade deadline and LeBron and his people, meaning also Anthony Davis, want him to be a Laker. They want their own coach. They want to do it their way, and they want it right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, because LeBron James probably sees his career clock like Marissa Tomei ticking be sure to catch live editions of the doug gottlieb show weekdays at noon eastern 3 p.m pacific there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel it's worth the trip That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the human fire stick. That's what he is. He's Mark Schlereth. He's won three of these Super Bowls. Three. Can you fathom playing in nine? No. You know, that's, it's absolutely incredible what they've been able to do, Doug. And, and I, you know, here's the thing. I mean, you would think at some point human nature would take over, right? At some point you'd be sated by success and you'd be like, hey, man, I can back off a little bit. Like, playing on Sundays would never be a problem. I'd still play on Sundays if it was only about playing on Sundays. It's about preparing Monday through Saturday to, to put yourself through what you put yourself through and to have the passion to continue to grind and to do that. So I'm talking to Danny Amendola. And Danny, I'm doing a, a Miami game. You know, he leaves New England and he's in Miami. Yep. And so I said, hey, man, just give me kind of some insight on – you know, like what it was like, what did you learn from Tom Brady? And he's like, dude, like from a professional standpoint, he go, we get done playing a game. We'd be on the road. We get done playing a game. You know, everybody else is grabbing their little sack lunch, right, and grabbing a, you know, grabbing a beer, right, and getting on the bus. You get on the bus, you're just, you know, chatting it up, and you guys are just going to go back on the plane, the team plane, head back to New England. You walk on the bus, and, and Tom Brady would be sitting in the seat, with his laptop or his, his iPad up, studying next week's opponent. He'd already have the game downloaded that they just played, and he'd be studying personnel, studying formation, studying 
Like, it's Sunday night. We just won. We're on the bus, and I'm looking at Buffalo film for next week. Like, that's how neurotic Tom Brady is. And to maintain that level of neurosis, is that the right word? Yeah. And, and continue to grind like that when you've had the success that he's had, I, I find that the most amazing thing. Like, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Man, I'm human. I'd be too busy patting myself on the back saying, man, man, I, I arrived. Everything is good. I'm going to relax a little bit. What was it like to win your first Super Bowl? Um, relief. More than, For me, more than anything, it was relief. Like, I've, I've won three of them. Two of them, we were decided favorites. In 1991, the 91 season, the Redskins, I mean, we ran roughshod through the league. We were 14-2. We started 11-0. and um, We dominated in the playoffs. We beat Atlanta like 24-7. to We beat Detroit in the championship game, I don't know, 40 and change to 10 maybe. And we had a huge lead on Buffalo. It was 37 to whatever. You know, they ended up scoring a couple of courtesy touchdowns at the end. But it was more relief. We were so good. In 19 games as an offense, we gave up nine sacks on the season. Yeah. Like, so you just, like, at the end of the day, it was like, man, that was great. Congratulations. Awesome. I'm glad that's over. And the same way for me, Super Bowl 33 against Atlanta, Denver against Atlanta, because, you know, we started the season 13-0, and and we were by far, we are just the best team in the league at that point. But in, 90, or in, in 1997, the Broncos, when we went and played Green Bay in Super Bowl 32, and were, you know, 13-point underdogs at the start of the week, I think we kicked off at about 11 and a half. That was euphoric, man. That was pure joy. That was us against the world mentality. And that, I'm here to tell you, man, that... That crap works. We're simple creatures. And if you believe it's us against the world, you know, as an athlete, you're an athlete. If you believe that you've been disrespected and they can sell you on the disrespect and you buy into that stuff, it's a motivating thing just from a preparation standpoint during the course of the week. Mark Schlerich joining us, three-time Super Bowl champion, Fox Sports NFL analyst, also has his own radio show in Denver, got his own chili. He's got a little bit of, got, got a little bit of everything. You need it. Stinks got it. Stinking good chili, of course, is the chili. Um... Okay, so we look at the Rams. Now, the Rams, they have these, you know, some of these football vagabonds, right, that they brought in Uh one year, let's try and get this thing done, and it worked. Yeah. Lo and behold, it did work. What's their source of motivation? Well, I mean, I think they can play the same, you know, disrespect card or underdog card or whatever. You know, the, the, the odds are is you always look at windows, you know. We've got a small window. Like, you're right. They brought in Aqib Tlaib. They brought in Ndamukong Sue. They brought guys in, and eventually they're going to have to pay their quarterback. So I, t- I tell you, the thing that fascinates me about this matchup, Dougie, is everybody wants to ask me the difference between Bill Belichick and Sean McVay because on the outside, you know, when you see the press conference, it's, it's apparent. They're, you know, they're so different, right? And I would tell you that having faced Bill Belichick multiple times and having actually played for him in a Pro Bowl and then covering the Rams and covering Sean McVay, there are far more similarities than there are differences. Their teams are so inquisitive and so well coached. And it's not just about we run this play. It's we run this play. Here's the purpose of this play. We're going to take this footwork. We're going to take this step. We're going to have our hand placement here. We're going to do this. We're going to run this route. And we're going to do it this way at this depth at this blah, blah, blah. And this is why we're going to do this. And this is how it's going to affect us in the second quarter. And this is how it's going to affect us in the third quarter. Like, I would say that these are two of the best coach teams in football simply because every guy you talk to is completely locked in on 
on not only what they run, but why they run it. Okay, and that's but what when, sets them apart. Wouldn't that be the case at this level? In, in this big game with every team, it's, it's no, not? No, not at all. I mean, there, there's a lot of— it, it's, it's fascinating you bring that up. Right. I, I was having this discussion with— There's a lot of bad coaching in this league. You know, it's, it's not just this league. It's not necessarily bad coaching, but it's it's the attention to detail. Right. Which—and I don't know— I mean, Obviously, you played for other coaches, and I don't know what Joe Gibbs was like. Look, I played for Eddie Sutton in college. He won over 800 games. He never picked up a, a pen and drew a play. That wasn't right. what he did. Right. Did, did, right? right, right, right. Now, he knew basketball. He understood the spacing, and he, it was about right. getting you to play hard. And getting to compete and and getting you to lock in on the scouting report, whatever. We also didn't have you know special out of bounds plays based upon time and score. We didn't have you know we had like one end of game play just in case. Mm-hmm. Whereas nowadays, some of these elite these elite coaches, you know, and when I coach my you coach everything. All right, twenty seconds with this, fifteen seconds with this, right, ten right, seconds right. like every different scenario, and it feels like. Belichick was ahead of the curve, and McVeigh is at that curve coming in because he's of that next generation. Is that is that accurate? I think it's I think it's exceptionally accurate. I think it's right on point, and I think there are. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been told by a coach during the course of a play, "Hey, you got to stay lower." Hey, no kidding. Why? Because I just got impaled and shoved in the quarterback's lap. Yeah, no, I get that. I have to stay lower. Tell me. Like, how do you stay lower? Right. What's the technique behind it? What's the footwork? What's the hand placement? How do you create leverage? Because ultimately, when you think about it, if you and I are coming off and we're both 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and we're button heads, I'm not going to be eight inches lower than you. I have to create that kind of leverage through technique. So some coaches can give you the technique and tell you, like, this is what I want you to do because this is what good, this is going to be the, the result from doing it this way. And other coaches will just tell you, hey, stay low. Hey, no joke, right? I yeah, get that, I right? Got, yeah. And so that's, there's a Is on the ground low enough for you? Yeah. There's a different level of coaching. And I think when you talk about, like, I, when I, you talk to the Rams, the, the Rams, several players told me that Sean McVay is the 54th guy on the roster. Like, they have, that's how tight he is with his players. Now, Bill Belichick does it a different way, but they get the same type of results. Okay, let, let's get to the actual game. How do the Patriots protect? Give, give me the – when you're in the, you're in the offensive line room mm-hmm. of the Patriots, and he hadn't been hit in the playoffs, clean jerseys. Right. Right? And you're go, but you're going against a very talented defensive line. Chris Sims said, hey, one of the things to keep an eye on is playing, playing some tempo – you know, going up tempo mm-hmm. because the Rams don't they don't rotate they don't mm-hmm. they don't sub a lot of guys that defensive line because they're so top heavy with those salaries. Right. Um, what's your game plan for keeping Tom Brady clean? All right. So, a lot of that has to do with the way you call plays. You know, if you get behind and you have to throw it every down, they'll get beat. So, my biggest thing, and this comes from you know, this comes from game planning against Lawrence Taylor, Junior Seau. You know, I mean, um, Reggie White, uh, Warren Sapp. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I played at a time where some of the best defensive linemen in football uh, ever, so, ever yes. played, right? One of the things we did to everybody in that scenario is we never run away from those elite-level players because they're so athletically gifted. They chase you down. They make plays in the backfield. They strip a ball from a running back who doesn't see it. We always run at guys, make them stop their feet, and make them have to defend that patch of earth. You know, if you're running away from a guy, it gives a guy an opportunity to cut inside you, cut behind you, you know, pull you back, grab through, run down the line of scrimmage. If I'm running at you, at some point you have to stop and you have to try to make a tackle. 
So what we want to do is we want to attack Aaron Donald as much as we can in the running game. And then we want to attack him from a dump, bunch of different positions. We want to double team him at the point. Now all of a sudden I want to slip him off of what looks like a double team and I want to tie it in to slam him right in the ear hole from one side, then the opposite side, from the inside, then the outside. So I want to attack those guys as much as I can in the running game, make them defend that stuff, and then survive in the pass pro. But if I get into a game where I have to throw it 45 times and I haven't set that stuff up, Tom Brady, the, the New England Patriots get beat if they do that. Yeah. Uh, what about same question goes for the Rams. Kind of Patriots sneaky with their pass rush. They, mm-hmm. they were at the feet. They were in the face of Pat Mahomes sure. running a lot of twists, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, and you have a Jared Goff, and you do have a very good running game and a good mm-hmm. offensive line that after that couple-week lull seems to have figured some things out. Right. What's the difference in how you go against this Patriots defense? Well, I, I tell you, the, the big key for Bill Belichick, you know, and I've been, I've been our own Eric Mangini. When he first came, when I was still at ESPN, he came to ESPN. He pulled me aside in the hallway and said, never, ever been able to defend the zone run. How, like, what do you guys do? We did a two-hour tutorial on zone running. And Bill Belichick, historically, if you look at his matchups with Mike Shanahan, he, they've struggled to stop it. Um, and so the Rams, you know, they have what they call um, the illusion of complexity. That's what they call it. Right. So all the motions and all the crap, that all the eye candy that you see, all they are is 18-19 handoff. They're, it's Mike Shanahan's system. They're a wide zone run team. They do it out of three wides, but that's what they run. And it's all press the tight end, press, 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 cutback, press, 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 cutback. And so it'll be really interesting to, to affect Jared Goff. First off, you got to get him off his first read because they throw a ton of timing stuff that he hits the fifth step. It's all it's out of his hand. There's no hitch to it. It's gone. So if you disrupt the timing of that route, you have a chance against Jared Goff because when he comes off of that, he's not as good. But really, it comes down to, to me, if you defend the zone running system, which you have struggled historically to defend, you got a chance to make Jared Goff hold the ball longer than he wants. And when that's the case, it's one of those games, Chicago, where he throws four picks. He will have those He will have those off afternoons. Great stuff. Stank Mark Schlereth, of course, three-time Super Bowl champion, Fox Sports NFL analyst. Stank, great job this year. Thanks, thanks so much for joining us. Anytime, buddy. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show, we play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio, we call it. Now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? This is Nick right on First Things First earlier today talking about Tom Brady and how he's still performing at an elite level. Look at Tom Brady in his 20s and then Tom Brady in his 40s. I mean, look at the numbers. The win percentage is basically identical. Completion percentage up five points. Yards per game up 60 yards. Passer rating up 12 points. I don't think he's in the phase of his career where he's still getting better and better, but he has been able to maintain, and even if the drop-off from last year was 8 to 10%, like I think it was, mm-hmm. he was the league MVP last year. Mm-hmm. He can drop off 8 to 10% and still be one of the – he doesn't have to be the best player in the league anymore, especially when you bake into it. He is as clutch as anyone we have ever seen in sports. Uh, that said, we 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 use the word clutch to think that he's an elite quarterback, and I would disagree that he's an elite quarterback. He's elite when he has competitive greatness, right? When it's called upon, he can raise his level back to that of old Tom Brady. But, again, this is part of the magic to it. 
Look, I can't grade on a curve in terms of how good he is overall. That's not fair. I can't say, you know, Tom Brady threw two picks and should have thrown a third, but he's 41, so I'll still consider him elite. No, Tom Brady is not Aaron Rodgers. When hell, Aaron Rodgers, he is not. Uh, you go through the the best and the brightest of the court. He's not Pat Mahomes in terms of arm talent. He's not elite. He wasn't elite this year, but when he's needed, he can he can dig deep and find a way to get it done nonetheless. No one's the same at 41. They're not. Not unless it's chemically enhanced. I mean, that's why it's not that big a deal when a defensive back that really pass interfered for the Rams, you know, that, that, that could have ended their season, comes out and says, you know, look, he, Father Time hasn't been kind to him. It's, it slowed him down a little bit. It's true. It's accurate. Now, his brain works at that of a ridiculously high level. But all of a sudden, because, you know, you won a game in Kansas City, in spite of the fact he didn't play great for a good portion of the game, we're going to consider him one of the NFL's elite? I don't think so. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if anybody would say that is accurate in terms of the regular season. What he has is such an incredible amount of success in the postseason that it, it covers up for some of the misgivings of his talent falling off. Aaron Rodgers is elite. Um, Pat Mahomes is elite. Andrew Luck is elite. And I think that Brady's brain is elite, but his overall talent is probably not at that level right now. What does the fuck say? I mean, Carson Wentz is elite. Here's the thing about Carson Wentz, okay? How many games did Carson Wentz play this year? Remember, he didn't start the the last two the first two games of the season, and he didn't start at the end of the season because of a cracked, essentially a cracked vertebrae, cracked rib. And yet Carson Wentz threw for over three thousand yards. Like he's an MVP candidate for a reason. He's got all the stuff, all the makings of a big time quarterback. And he was coming off of an injury. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The most talked about show on in sports radio is the odd couple. Uh, that's because the Patriots uh, trolled our boy Rob Parker after he trolled them. And Rob just refuses to take the L on the Tom Brady thing. But his co-host is Chris Broussard, who for years covered the NBA. So Broussard and Rob Parker... Every day, every day on Fox Sports Radio at 7 Eastern Time, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. That is 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time. It's called The Odd Cup. You can also listen digitally. And uh, and, uh, if you want to know what affiliate, go to foxsportsradio.com. Broussard joins us now. You see him on all our TV shows as well at Fox. What's up, man? Uh, I think it's a bad look for the NBA. I know that. Yeah. I mean, look, I get. I get that guys want out and guys want to make moves, but with the exception of Oklahoma City, like none of these small market teams keep their players. They just can't. No, now we'll see what happens with Giannis. Giannis says he's staying, right? But they all say they're staying at some point. Well, you bring up Oklahoma City, which is a great point. Why have they kept their players? They're a well-run organization, and of course, they did lose Durant, but they and run trade their away Harden. Right, right. They run their organization so well. I mean, they did have three MVPs and <laughs> trade away one, and then it had Made another one. Made some mistakes, yes. no doubt. 
But you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. They, they are professionally run. Not every organization, as you know, in the NBA is well run. Yes. And New Orleans, run by football people essentially, is one of those organizations that, that, that if you're a small market team, that you have to be run exceptionally well to have a chance to keep these guys. And that's the challenge. Now, like you said, Giannis, we'll see what he does in Milwaukee. Some of it, Doug, is when you're a younger player, you're in that honeymoon stage, right, where if you don't win, nobody really holds it against you. You're putting up great numbers. You become a perennial all-star. That's all that matters. Remember Kyrie in Cleveland? They're Mm -hmm. losing. Nobody held that against him. Giannis in Milwaukee, nobody has held it against him. He hasn't won a championship. And AD, same thing. But there comes a point where if you don't start winning, they hold it against you. See it with Carl Anthony Towns now in Minnesota. People are wondering, okay, do those numbers translate to winning? My point is that's when a guy starts looking. No question. And that's I, what's I will say, with AD. I will say that's more, that's more fans and critics than it is organizations, right? They're still going to offer in them 240 Oh, no, the organization's going to offer it. But yeah. although John Wall – there, I've talked to guys in the league who are starting to look at that and say, okay, this guy's going to put up big, big numbers, but is he going to help you win? That's when some organizations will say, well, he's a huge name, and he'll put fannies in the seats. Even if he doesn't lead us to a championship, it's still a business. But my point is that's when guys begin looking around. I talked to LeBron James early in his career. He told me I'm not going to be a ring chaser. You know, I, I, I want to do it here. But as time goes on, and it's like the pressure to win a ring and establish yourself as a winner comes, and then you start looking elsewhere. Chris Broussard joining us, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live uh, from Atlanta, thanks to Amazon Fire Fire TV. we got some cool Fire TVs. We're giving away five of them. Uh, four of them. One of them is being given away to me. I don't know if you knew that. TV? Yeah, I'm you serious? Kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm not serious. <laughs> I was about to get jealous. No, I, I, I would be jealous. <laughs> I was whoever, going directly to Scott Shapiro. Yeah, who, who, whoever, whoever, whoever wins this thing. <laughs> I think we're seeing a coup d'etat with LeBron and, and Rich Paul. You know, they tell you, and you reported on Colin's show and other shows and on your own show, yeah. that, hey, if it was playoffs, LeBron right. could play. Now, look, I understand you don't want to come back to your right and groins are tricky. But you don't put that out there unless you start to go like, wait, why did he play? And then Jackie McMullen, over the weekend, has a story that LeBron would – with, with like a coaching change. Right, or his camp. As his, his, camp. his camp. And then all of a sudden, Anthony Davis, whose agent is his best friend and LeBron's agent, nice. obviously leaked this story. Like the timing is just, it's all too close to that. This is Rich and LeBron trying to take over in L.A. That's what they're doing. We want our coach, we want our player, we want it now. Yeah, and, and that's where, which is why, to your point, If I'm New Orleans, I am not dealing with the Lakers right now. I'm not trading him until before February 7th. It depends what they offer. I I can get that any time, and here's why I say that. Because you're right. Most people are going to say, well, hold on. The leverage – you don't have any leverage if you're New Orleans. The Lakers make you a great offer now. They may not make that offer in the summer when it's clear AD is not going anywhere else, right? Number one, he would go to New York. But but beyond that, but if what would they get? What would they get for? Him? Well, if I'm New Orleans, I'm waiting. Let's see what they get in the draft. Let's see what pick they get. What if they? What if New Orleans, New York gets the number one pick? They're not trading Zion Williamson. You don't think they trade him for no. Anthony Davis? No, I'm not so sure about that. No, 
This is you said put fannies in the seats. Who are you gonna go watch? If if Zion Williamson's playing Madison Square Garden and Anthony Davis is going to play Madison Square Garden, who are you gonna watch? I I would watch Zion, but here's the here's the Everybody thing. Everybody would but watch Zion thing, He's a freak of nature. Are you convinced? you don't know at this point I have no idea if what he's be. going to be no right? Idea. No idea. But you know what? So is what it, if he's just a dunker in the it's, NBA? It's New York. Okay. Anthony Davis it's, would put butts in the seats, though. Not he, you're right. I give you he's not. And Zion you already Williams. have, and you already have Przingis coming back off of injury. Okay, who I think Anthony Davis is better than. It's not, right. But I'm saying you but already he's have. But he's good. He's really Kevin good. Knox, like, dude, if you have no one's trading. Like, listen, I will, I'm not so Doug sure. Doug Gottlieb is reporting right now. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I'm not going to cut my pinky finger. I'm not going to get my salary. I need some. <laughs> I will shave my head. Shave my head if somebody trades away. The number one pick that becomes Zion Williamson. All right, they're not giving. They're not that. That is, it's that valuable. And again, and I'm admitting, and NBA people will admit, okay, they don't know how good right. he's going to be, but I want to find out. I know a bunch. And I don't like want. Him. And I don't want to find out. I don't want to find out watching him play in another uniform. That you look. That may be the case. There, there's probably some teams that would trade him. Who? We don't know. I'm no, just I mean, saying. You know who's going to be the lottery. Not, are you are can, the Bulls going to trade him? somebody Hold on. in New are the Bulls, York. Are the Bulls going to trade him? For Anthony Davis, they might. Yeah. Anthony Davis is from Chicago. I, 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 you, the Bulls, they're not. They, Anthony they had, Davis. They had, they had Derrick Rose is from Chicago. Like, yeah, we did the Chicago thing. Are you certain? We want people in the seats. Zion Williamson Anthony is, Davis will put people no, in the he seats. Won't. He will. I think he's a great player. I think he's a much better player than Zion Williamson will be in his first three, four years in the NBA. People will take Zion Williamson because they're like, I've never, I don't know what he is, but I want to see what I, it becomes. I, that's not, that's not how good. Look, I love him. Yes, and I've talked to NBA people who love him. Yes, He's clear number one. Yes, I'm, and I'm just saying, I don't know that every team would not trade. Okay, him. Or, uh, or say it's the second pick. But here's my point: I was making. Okay, the Lakers. If they they're gonna if they say to New Orleans, look, he's only going to the Lakers, and you can either trade him now or lose him for nothing. What, what do you do think? You think LeBron wants to wait till his third year in the contract? No, no, he's gonna you be traded. You know how impatient he's he gonna is. be traded this off. So LeBron will say, look, give him whatever you need to do to get him. Okay, I want to so win what, next year. Yes, yes, but you can't that you can't do what what the Knicks did. You can't. Completely deplete your roster just to go get Knicks one guy. Knicks didn't have LeBron James, I, I, and, and it would be Anthony Davis. I Knicks would have been a whole lot different. All they had was Melo. Okay, but so what are you? What do you think? I know what the Pelicans are going to ask for, right? They want all of it, right? Right. I want. I right. want Lonzo. I want Kuzma. Kuzma. I want Ingram. I want Zubac. I want Josh Hart and a pick. And I want a. Pick. And they may leave you with Ingram. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're like, no, 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 no. That's not how this is going to go. Okay, we will give you Ingram, seventeen a game. I, look, no, how do you think he fit there? You already got Randall handling the ball. Julius Randall, Ju- can't, Julius Randall. I mean, there's a reason the Lakers were like, bye. He, well, and he's been up twenty same a game. Same thing with Brandon Ingram. I understand. You know, I understand. But I mean, okay, so they're gonna offer everything. So you but think the Lakers are totally in the driver's seat? I, I, I no, I well. I think the Lakers get into a better driver's seat once it gets to the offseason, believe it or not, because they're going to have that cap space with KCP's deal expiring, and they, right. can ma- they, can, they can say, hey, we're going to move these other parts if you don't want to make this move. There are other guys that are available in the offseason that aren't available now, whereas right now, hey, he wants to come you here. You mean and we, as, and for, as you free agents available? Well, free a- trades? I, I, think there's, I think both, but free agents, they can go get somebody in, well, in free they gotta get Who they going to get? 
I think that's part of the reason that this move was made. Now, I do too. I right? think it's I think it's LeBron's impatient and he wants yeah. he wants it done now. But I think it's going to be the detriment of the Lakers. Whereas I think they're actually a good team. They just need more shooting. Well, look, I will give you that. I agree. They're a pretty good team. But if you get LeBron and AD, and you're right, they would have not much else around them. But you, I would rather would have you give those up two. Kuzma or Lonzo. If I had to pick, I'd give up Lonzo. I would. Give if up. I could, you and would I give get, up Kuzma. Yes, and I and I really like Kuzma. Maybe love Kuzma, but I think Lonzo does more. They have enough scoring with those two, more. and he's unique. He's unique as a. He's unique. He's but not remember, there yet. LeBron's going to handle the ball a lot. Yeah, not as he gets older, but yes. Uh, check out his show. It's the Odd Couple. Seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific, or follow the Patriots on Twitter when they can <laughs> when they troll his partner. He's Chris Broussard. CB, great stuff. Thanks, man. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A and E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.